Good morning, listeners. I hope you had a good night's sleep and that you're ready to start this day fresh and new. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to St. John because they have just joined us. St. John in the Virgin Islands has just joined us as another country that is listening We're at 14,209 listeners. St. John is the smallest of the three main Virgin Islands, and they're known for shallow water snorkeling, crystal clear turquoise water, and for anyone that is passionate about experiencing nature. They also have steep hills for you to climb. So welcome, St. John. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. The 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I was reading crosswalk.com, and I came across an essay written by Kenesha Saunders Liddy titled, The Lord is My Shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Every morning I wake up and the worries of yesterday try to follow this brand new day that I've been given. If I'm not careful about the way my morning starts, then things can spiral out of control quickly. The best way to start any day is by being grateful and thankful. Then digging into God's word to see what he has for you to learn today. On the many occasions that we leave God out of the equation, we're not gonna have a good day. You're gonna start worrying about the bills and where the money will come from to pay them. You're gonna allow things that someone didn't do or say to irritate you. You're gonna begin to complain about your job paying too little or you being working or you being worked too hard. Any number of things can cause you to forget God's goodness. And that is why you love the Lord who is our shepherd. 
If you've ever seen a goat and a sheep get butchered, you'll notice that the goat puts up a real fight while the sheep almost seems to sacrifice itself. Sheep have no sense of direction and they're prone to wander. A sheep needs a leader. So when we are tempted to take matters into our own hands, and help our own day along, Jesus reminds us that we are the sheep and he is the shepherd. He has full control and all we have to do is obey. You have to listen to God's voice and you have to allow the shepherd to direct your steps. If not, you're gonna soon realize that you are lost and in need of rescue. Listeners, if we would just follow the shepherd and adhere to his commands, we will see how smoothly this life can be lived. When we wanna worry and let anxiety get the best of us, it's because we haven't allowed the shepherd to have complete control. When Jesus is our shepherd and he's there, there'll be no need of anything. Everything that we need and want, he will provide. Do you know the difference between a need and a want? A need is something that we can't live without, while a want is something we can live without. King David, the writer of the psalm, said that he will not want. And what does that mean? It means he will lack nothing. And when we do not want, we will lack nothing. Everything that we need and want, God will supply. The only way that we can have this guarantee is if we allow God to be in control of our lives. In the second verse of the shepherd, he tends to the flock by leading them to a place where they can be replenished and restored. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. The hunger that hits you when you wake up in the morning is the type of hunger that causes you to pay attention to it. And some of you can't function without a cup of coffee or a hearty breakfast. Whatever the case, God has already made provision. And if we don't realize it, we have a fully stocked refrigerator. Most of us have a coffee machine or at least a pot. And then we have money to buy breakfast and coffee. God provides all our needs. God is the one who restores and replenishes you each and every day. And we can thank him by placing our trust completely in him and forsaking any worry and anxiety as we look to him.
Who do you think provided for you? Who do you think led us to green pastures and still waters? God did. He is our provider, the giver and sustainer of life. Trust in your shepherd. He only wants what's best for you and he will never ever lead you astray. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Pray with me. Dear Jesus, you are the great shepherd and I want to place my trust fully in you. Thank you for leading me to green pastures and still waters. Help me to remember that you are in control at all times. Everything that I have right now, you have provided. And I am so grateful for your provision. Thank you for giving me confidence to say that you are my shepherd and I will not lack any good thing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Kanisha. She's a wife, a mom, and a writer. God bless you. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back. Dr. Charles Stanley is amazing. And he teaches today about 2 Corinthians chapter 5 being about going from alienation to reconciliation. Separation, rejection, and alienation are unpleasant experiences that we usually try to avoid at all costs. But we live in a fallen world, so we cannot totally escape them. Isolation from other people is bad enough, but what's worse is that many individuals live apart from the Heavenly Father. How tragic and futile life must be when you are completely detached from the Creator. God planted within each of us a desire to be in a relationship with Him. So until we find our connection to Him, we will always feel that something is missing. As crucial as our relationship is to our well-being, something stands in its way. Whether by our thoughts or actions, we have all violated God's commands and our pure, holy God cannot be in the presence of sin. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 states that the penalty for sin is death which is an eternal separation from the Lord. Therefore, we will always have a void. Our loving Father sent His Son to pay our penalty. 
He was fully God and fully man, and he lived the perfect life. He took all iniquity upon himself, and he died a gruesome death on a cross. Salvation is available to anyone who believes and receives this this remarkable gift. John chapter 3 verse 16 describes how reconciliation puts an end to our alienation. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. Amen. Love it, love it. And now from the book, Pray More. Psalm 139, verse 2. You know when I leave and when I get back, I'm never out of your sight. I look behind me and you're there, then up ahead and you're there too. Your reassuring presence coming and going. This is too much, too wonderful. People come and go out of your life, but there is a three-in-one spirit that remains. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Wherever you go, God sees you. Whatever you're experiencing, Jesus is familiar with it. Whatever comfort you need, the Spirit is there giving it to you. When you believe these things, when you have faith in God's presence always, and you recognize that he is always with you before and behind you, all of your worries fade away. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. All your worries fade away. God is your reassuring protector, Jesus, your underlying friend, and the Spirit is your willing helper. Don't worry, listeners. Pray to these three supernatural powers who are ready, willing, and able to help you along the way. My worries fade, Lord, and vanish into nothing when I acknowledge your presence, Jesus's love, and the Spirit's power, be with me now. Amen. Sending a birthday shout out to my brother Rod. I'm praying for you, big bro. I hope you have a happy birthday. And I hope that everything falls together in your life as you have planned. Lean on the Lord. Trust in him. Good luck. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're going to continue to pray. Whisper to us, Lord. Whisper to us. Listen to me. I hear your cries for help. I'm paying attention to your prayers and I am working all things together for good. As you await my power, rest in my presence. Trust that I hear every word and every thought. At my throne of grace, I prepare answers for your prayers that you can't contemplate. I'm full of surprises. There will be some answers to your cries for help that you're expecting But more often than not, I'm going to pave paths that are unpredictable. I'm teaching you to trust me, to walk step by step. Your reliance upon me will yield more miracles than you can fathom. Don't miss out on what faith does. When you pray, trust that I can do what needs to be done and leave my presence knowing that it will be done. Your confident expectation in prayer drives open the gates of heaven. There is no good thing that I will withhold from you, so don't think for a moment that I will not bless you abundantly in my wisdom and knowledge of what's best. And though we may not see eye to eye, you don't need to have it all figured out. Let me do my job and trust that I can and will do what is best. My love for you is boundless. My answers to your prayers and my ability to help you in times of trouble will come at times when you're least expecting it. So wait confidently and patiently. Help is on the way. Psalm 17 verse 1 Listen to my cry for help. Pay attention to my prayer. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that message. Part of flourishing in Christ involves learning to look for and delight in the daily gifts that he gives us especially during hard seasons. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. Paul described himself as the worst of sinners and as someone to whom the Lord had expressed his favor and love. That's the power of God's grace. Though sinners, we become spiritually alive and receive a new purpose for living. After Paul met the Savior, he cared deeply about those who did not yet know God, and he also desired to help Christians grow in their faith. 
So for the rest of his life, he shared the gospel, encouraged fellow believers, and met the needs of others. He acted as God's ambassador to the Gentiles, and his letters became biblical wisdom for future generations. Through the transforming work of the Holy Spirit, Paul began to display more and more Christian-like qualities. In his writings, we can see compassion, great humility, and appreciation for God's blessings. Only the grace of God could enable a well-educated and influential man to count all his credentials a loss in view of surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Paul's life is an example of God working through sinners and transforming them. The Holy Spirit seeks to do the same for you and me. So just let him allow God's favor and love to work within you. Amen. Thank you, In Touch Magazine. That was right on time. Okay. And a spectacle of glory. I love these prayers. Jesus, forgive me for giving up on people who have rejected you and hardened their hearts against you. Sometimes I write people off as a bad investment, but you never do. Help me to not shrug my shoulders about those who choose to ignore you or oppose you and wander into darkness. Give me a heart like yours, Great Shepherd. Amen. Pray with me. Father, thank you that you care more about being with me than how much distance I cover on a given day. Some days I have to take life very slowly, and on other days I can't move at all. I am so grateful that you stay near and that your pace will always match my ability and your eternal purpose. Amen. Lord, I know that if you worked everything into a pattern for good in Paul's life, you will do the same in mine. I do love you, Lord. And even in today's pain and weariness, I know you called me for a purpose. Sometimes I can't imagine what that purpose might be, but right now I am content that you know, <laughs> and that's enough for me. Most of us can say that our problems pale in comparison to many. I know that in all things, God works for my good. There's nothing keeping me from believing in God's goodness right now 
in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of pressures, in the midst of disappointments. Amen. Oh, we're going to do some Proverbs tomorrow. Don't you worry. It's just that we're coming close to our end time. But we're going to get our Proverbs in tomorrow. John chapter 15 verse 12 says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. You know the profound love that you hold in your heart for your own family and friends. As a child of God, you can only imagine the infinite love that your heavenly Father holds for you. So what precisely will you do in response to our Creator's love? Will you embrace it? Will you turn to it? That decision is yours and yours alone. When you embrace God's love, your life's purpose is forever changed. When you embrace God's love, you feel differently about yourself. You feel differently about your neighbors. You feel differently about your family. You feel differently about your world. Most importantly, you share God's message and his love with others. Your heavenly father, a God of infinite love and mercy, is always reaching out to you. Accept his love and share it. Love today, tomorrow, forever. The best use of life is love. The best expression of love is time. And the best time to love is right now. Pray with me. Gaze up to heaven. Clasp your hands together and say, Dear Lord, you have given me the gift of love. Let me share that gift with others and keep me mindful that the essence of love is not to receive it, but to give it. And I will give it today and forever. Amen. Like I said, happy birthday, Rod. And everybody else, focus on a way that you can share the gift of love. Come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. We can only do what we are told to do. So let's get these blessings started. Bye for now. <laughs>